what's going on ladies and gents and welcome to episode 11 of the Fuel for Football podcast. I'm your host Sanchez Bailey, hope everyone's well and you know what's so funny is that I kept going and I'm doing these episodes and I realised it's basically the end of the season so um, there's two guests or there's two more episodes for the rest of the season and then one of those guests that was going to feature today is on holiday in Spain so it's not really going to happen today but um, excuse me. But yes, I'm going to try and work to have the guests that I'm intending for next week to still be there somehow. Might try and see if I can get them on holiday or I don't know. I'm going to try and pull the rabbit out of the hat on that one. But to the, like, this is the last two series of Mental Toughness and the last two for the season, as I mentioned. And this episode today is going to be focused on control. Now, this is a very important topic because a lot of the psychological challenges that we do possess and do have, a lot of that is due to the the perception of a lack of control that we do have in a scenario. If you look at a scenario and you do have and do feel like you have a lack of control, your ability and your confidence um, to navigate throughout that challenge is going to be very minimal. And so it's all about working on you perceiving the level of control you have in the scenario. The aim of this episode is for you to develop the ability to decipher how much control you have, even in a scenario where control is very limited. So we're going to break down a number of scenarios today and look at how much control you can take from a challenging circumstance. Season's pretty much done and it's quite interesting because, you know, like it's a crazy time of the year for a season to be finished and pre-season to start very soon and the season to start again. But one one thing I definitely would say for you guys to do is to start reflecting on how well your season went, you know. And um, I've done that with Chris Hay, I believe, on episode four or five. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it would be good for you to check that episode out, especially if your season's done and you're slowly preparing yourself for the season um, to come. Before we actually get to breaking down the elements of control, I want to at least acknowledge the challenge, you know. So there are factors where you feel like you are powerless and a lot of the time your power and you feel like the maximum control you really have is when you're on the pitch. However, hopefully through this podcast and you become more self-aware and more keen and um, willing to develop, there's so many other factors that you can develop in and, and have an element of control in in order for you to have the best outcome on the pitch. Um, when you do have the opportunity you know again you feeling like you don't have that element of control is actually an irrational thought so that's something that you have to start working to identify so that could even be another aim for this episode is for you to be able to identify the irrational thoughts that do come that make you perceive like you have or perceive that you have a limited amount of control you know, hopefully that makes sense. If not, you can rewind that one back. But um, yeah, so it's all about you being able to change the way that you perceive control and increase your perception, improve your perception on how much control you have. So the biggest thing that you can't control is other people's decisions. You know, someone's decision to tackle you, which may injure you. Um, you may not be able to change a referee's decision a coach's decision, a owner, a fan, you know, like social media. So you can't control anything that's outside of your own thoughts or even behavior. Yeah. Even though that's very simple, again, for you to like, to, um, for you to know, you already know this, but it's important to remind yourself that so that those factors, which often 
get to you in terms of decisions being made, a lack of decisions, you are able to have an acceptance that that is out of your control. And by our activity that we're going to be doing later in terms of breaking down the elements of control that you may have, you may you can focus a lot more on those things that you can control, bulk and improve and develop and enhance those things so that it actually could potentially give you the greatest opportunity for when you know decisions do go in your favor, whether it's game time, whether it's recovering from an injury, whether it's from maybe being you know um, a scapegoat for fans or or something you know focus on things that you can control so there's a lot of psychological processing that has to go in for you to develop this area of mental toughness there has to be a lot of acceptance there has to be a lot of releasing there has to be a lot of strategizing and you being able to break down and open your mind to to the various ways that you can have control okay so let's get started i'll start off with two familiar topics ones that we went over in a um podcast episode previously one being on submax. So for those that have been following and familiar with the term, you know exactly what we're about to talk about, being a substitute or having a lack of game time. So I've done a quick brainstorm. And so especially if you're going through a scenario where you feel like there's a challenge in terms of the factors that you can't control, this is where that notepad that hopefully you should have by now comes in like very handy, your mental notepad. So literally you can write the subject in the middle. So write down game time and then you want to start thinking about the areas that you can control, okay? So um, what can be easy for you to kind of like strategize is for you to have certain categories. So that one category is communication. So who are you speaking to? Who are you making sure that you you um, um, vocalize maybe some concerns, um, maybe some strategies or like having a direct line of communication so people know exactly what's going on with you and where you stand. That is important. So that's a category that you can brainstorm further on, okay? Another one is physical work. So essentially, what are you doing physically in order for you to, to prepare yourself um, in, in the matter that we're, we're focusing on? Then there's mental, of course. So you being able to, to, to develop yourself in your mind. And that's an element that we can control, one of the biggest things that we can control. Let's think about game time now and the lack of game time, breaking down each one of those um, categories. So we've got communication. Who can we speak to when we have a limited amount of game time? So if you follow the submax, um, if you follow the submax episode, you would know that communication with the coach is very important. So you being able to speak to the coach and identify a criteria in order for you to, to work towards to get yourself back into the team. So um, if, you, if you're not too familiar with what I'm talking about, with what I'm talking about rather, have a look at that episode, it'll give you all the information that you'll need there. So communication with the coach. Um, another one that I've got down is communication with your agent. Now, again, this is where acceptance of control is very important. You have to accept that there's going to be an element of um, con a lack of control in this scenario because if you're not getting the game time, you may fall out of favour and that may jeopardise either what international representing and um, representing um, it may jeopardise maybe your ability to 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 even progress in you know to to um, higher levels in your career. 
it may even prog- it may even halt your progression to higher league and higher tiers. And so this is where communication with your agent is going to be important for you to maybe voice your concern that you're not getting the game time, even though he, he or she would already know. But it's you being able to at least release and have that ability of communication that so that if you do need to move to another team, he has that all sorted for you. So that's a bit of a relief for you. You know that someone's handling it. You have that communication and um, you have at least a bit of a peace of mind that you've controlled that situation as much as you can do. This also allows you to focus on the things that are very important for you to, to work on getting the game time. Now that you've spoken to your coach and he tells you exactly what he needs you to do to get in the team, spoken to your agent, you have a great idea. Now we're, we're, we're controlling things. Another way of communicating is, is communicating with teammates. Now, you're probably thinking, what the hell? What, what am I going to talk to my teammates about? But it's easy, and I'm sure if you've had a lack of game time, it's easy for you to isolate yourself within the team or from the team furthermore. So it's important for you to still make sure that you're within that mix, you know, that you, yes, you're, you're not necessarily as, as happy as you are, but it's important for you to still be in the mix as if you was in the team. So, you know, don't make their pair a difference in terms of, your your mood so to speak because what would that would do it can almost prove the coach right that they're not playing you if you kind of drop your mood you drop your social mood but then maybe that affects you in, the, in, in training you want to make sure that your mood is actually to a point where it, it doesn't look like you're out of the team it looks like you're in the team and then as you're performing then and hitting the criteria that the coach has given you you're increasing your chances of getting game time and in the event that you don't that's out of your control, but you've controlled yourself, you've developed, and you've got your agent that's working on another move for you. So you've done everything within your control. See it? All right, so communication. Um, you can even branch out further and, and talk to some of those people that are close to you. Maybe you may have a sports psychologist, you may have a close friend, you might have a partner. You can, you can vocalise and express how you feel, um, but also... Maybe when you're speaking about it, maybe not speak about it from necessarily a bitter perspective, a disappointing perspective, yes, great, great. But then also you vocalising what you're doing about it, making someone aware of what you're doing and, and that will allow them to support you in, in, your, in your pursuits, to change in your narrative. Let's move on to the physical aspect. So you will know more than I will. I, I'm not someone who wants to tell you what to do physically because it's not my domain. Um... But I'll just throw things out there to, to spark your ideas and, and you know thought processing. So in terms of you working physically, um, you could be doing, if you're lacking game time, you could be working at that criteria. So if the coach has told you, I want you to become a bit more of an aerial threat, you can now start working towards becoming more of an aerial threat, whether you grab a teammate, whether you um, do some extra work, you can do something, you know, um, in, in regards to that. And... It could be a little bit more of a technical technical session that you're doing. Maybe you could do some extras. You could do some shooting. I was speaking to a friend yesterday, actually, and um, we were speaking about how Project Restart, this is really off the record and like not part of the um, documentary, but talking about Project Restart and how goalkeepers have been making a bit of mistakes, and he plays non-league football. And so I was saying to him, you might want to start working on your shots. From, like from far out you know because I would imagine that there's you know some some goalkeepers so goalkeeper t- uh, committee don't kill me some goalkeepers feel like they don't need to be as fit as the rest of the team or may have lost a bit more sharpness in terms of this whole pandemic and so I was telling him to get his shots off and work on his shots and if he can perfect that 
take risks and you know you never know what would happen and just having that mentality of you being able to just get yourself ahead of other people will benefit i'm not too sure why i even said that but maybe you can align um, the purpose of me saying that but working on your technical ability essentially is what i was getting at um you can work on your fitness levels you can work on developing that in terms of you being able to um either last a little bit longer but maybe uh like agility, change of direction, sharpness in that aspect, you can really work on getting yourself at a point where, you know, when you are given the game time, there are attributes of your game that you've been working on that can complement you when you do play. And mental sharpness. So a lot of players I do speak to who lack a, well, yeah, quite a few players have vocalised that they will lose match sharpness. A lot of that is a mental challenge. Again, an element of mental toughness, you know, um, I understand the concept of you feeling like you're going to lose match fitness. But if you are working on fitness and you're working on technical ability and you prepare your mind for match um, match sharpness, match fitness shouldn't be too much of a concern, as much as people at least put it down to anyway. So keeping your mind engaged, what do I mean by that? I believe I've done an episode on that. If not, I definitely will. Um, where you... You keep your, you almost keep yourself in the game. Whether you're watching it from the stands, whether you're watching it on television, whether you're watching yourself play, you you want to put yourself in those positions again, replay those like incidents and moments, and make it as real as possible. Why do I say that? Because you trigger and you almost spark the same um, muscle, like muscle memory, essentially. You know, you're 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 sparking your mind and putting yourself in those situations, and our minds can really create an illusion as as something's close to real. You know, think about when we dream, you know, we can dream a dream and really think that we was there and lived it or we have to double check that it weren't, you know, real. Our minds can really take us to places, you know, that can really complement us from a physical um, format. So if we keep our minds engaged and, and mentally sharpening, you know, almost in a way where we're still competing and you're putting yourself in those situations on a pitch when you're watching a game, you're able to keep yourself mentally sharp. I'm going to do one more. And another one is very familiar to a topic that we've done two episodes ago. It's on injury. And the reason why I'm giving you these ones is because these are things that you should be familiar with. And, you know, and you being able to know how to strategize and, and develop and challenge and overcome those challenges and having the information that you're giving today, hopefully that can at least broaden your horizons on other scenarios. And these are very common ones. So injury. So what can you control when you're injured? Communications with a coach, communication with teammates, again, in different ways. You can communicate with an agent, especially if contract issues are, you know, beginning to, to be of a concern. And some of the most important people to communicate during an injury is a strength and conditioning coach, uh, physio, and any doctors. You know, um, what else could you control? You could control schedules. Now, maybe it's not necessarily you can control in schedules but you control it via those people that you communicate with so maybe it might be a coach it might be snc coach physio you get where i'm going controlling your schedules you should be able to know what is going to happen after every week after every month after every period of time so that's something that you if you're not getting that you want to have that element of control where you pursue that and you ensure that you have that because one of the easiest things for you to feel when you're injured is to feel lost and to feel like there is no particular progress. So you want to make sure that you know that you're progressing and, and know what's happening and expect and know what your body should be responding to over periods of time. Also leaving room 
for setbacks. Because if you have that element of control and you know that setbacks will happen, you have that mental toughness about you in the event that it does happen and you have a strategy in order to develop and control and improve and recover. Targets. One, if, if I go back to the episode about repeating myself, one of the most important things is to feel like you're progressing and, and achieving. You know, you are competitors. So one of the things that makes it very stressful for you when you're, when you're injured is the, the fact that you cannot compete. The fact that you can, cannot achieve. And so you want to bring that element of, of football into your, your, um, your, your rehab. You know, so what are you going to be achieving? Set a target set a, a mini challenge and as I said it's via the people that are professionals that will be able to verify this and be able to help and aid and support you in, in your pursuits of um, control you know just even your recovery um, you being able to control your feedback so you know sometimes you could say that your it hurts less than it should or like you might just bargain like um, mentioned in the episode you might be able to then start telling the, uh, you can start telling the coach how you really feel and that will help you in your in your recovery mental prep again you stimulating your mind watching yourself engaging yourself maybe even watching the games putting yourselves in that position really create a realistic scenario um, the textures of the pitch really make that real for you and that's an element where you prepare yourself to be mentally sharp and that is an activity that I really recommend you to do. Um, it's something where you can at least see the, the commitments. And if you think about it, I've written this down myself, and there's, there's about 10 things per um, scenario. And for you to write it down, for you, be, for you to identify a number of um, elements that you can control, and then you can set tasks which will attach to the things that you came up with, you know, and writing that down and brainstorming is a real good mental task for you to do to, to see it, but also for you to strategize and apply. And as a player, you're able to develop an element of mental toughness as you're able to increase the amount of control you have in scenarios where control is very limited. Now, there are elements in game forms of um, control, which we'll get to in, in the next season. I've got that queued up already, you know, so, but I really hope this adds value to you already in terms of you handling control, especially if you're in a place right now where you're not actually, you might not have a club, you can break that down, you know, into things that you can control in order for you to do that. And one of those is having someone to represent you, either having footage of yourself and passing it on, sending emails, having the maximum amount of control um, as possible. And that is gonna develop and help and add value to you. And I really hope that, um, that it does and I would love to hear how things are going. So always let me know. Do give me a shout. And on to next week, which will be the last episode of the season. So I hope your team does well in the last you know, Premier League game of the season. And yes, we'll, we'll be touching base next week. And you either get a really happy in the latest Sanchez or a really down and depressive one. You probably know why. FA Cup final. Take care, guys. All the best.